shorty and she doesn't want no slow song Had a man last year, life goes on Haven't let the thing loose, girl, in so long You been inside, know you like to lay low I been people what you bring to the table Working hard, girl, everything paid for First, last phone, bill, car, no cable With your phone out, gotta hit them angles With your phone out, snapping like you Fable And you showing off, but it's alright And you showing off, but it's alright It's a short life Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Draft Daily. Really excited for this episode. Great guest. We're going to talk about a, a late-round sleeper in this year's draft. Uh, we're going to bring in Zach Hicks. You can follow him on Twitter, at Zach Hicks 2 He's the lead draft analyst over there at Breaking Football, host of Locked On Redskins podcast, co-host of Breaking the Draft podcast. He's a Redskins mocker over there at NFL Dra- Daily Mock, and he's a rumored Colts fan. Zach, how are we doing today? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I think... What you tell me is you're most proud of the way you evaluate the safety position. Is that correct? Yeah, I would say that. I've had a couple of big hits uh, last couple of years. Uh, uh, Kevin Byard, I had as a top 25 guy the year that he came out. So I, I always uh, tout that one because I feel like that was a really big hit. Uh, and then Monte Nicholson was the was the big guy I get remembered for in the Redskins community because Redskins fans were hating that pick when it first came out, and he he looked really good in the couple games he played last year. So. Safety is definitely my strong one. Who's Kevin Byard? Is he some fan? <laughs> yes, he is just a fan of the Titans. Um, you know, we, we love those Titans fans, and, you know, Deion Sanders loves them too. So he is a, he's one big fan, though. Yeah, okay. For anyone that is not aware of that story, Kevin Byard basically tweeted Deion Sanders saying that he is good, and then Deion Sanders told him to stop being a fan, not realizing that he was an all-pro safety. So that's that's that story. So let's talk about Damon Webb real quick. I'm going to just give a quick background on his athletic and production scores. So we're talking about a two-year starter or two-year he, – he, this was his first real year st- starting as the free safety for Malik Hooker. Uh, he had 44 um, – 61 tackles this past year, two tackles for loss, five interceptions – one touchdown, three pass breakups. After coming off three pass breakups, one interception, and 57 tackles the year before, he went in the combine, came in at 5'10", 209, 72-inch uh, wingspan, 31 and a quarter arm, eight and a eighth uh, hand size. Now, I don't really care that much about DB hand size. I guess it, it can help with catching a football, but that's in the zero percentile, which I told you pre-show. I don't think I've ever seen zero percentile before. The 40-yard dash of 4.62 and 17 reps on the bench. We're talking about a four-star kid out of Michigan, I think. Yeah, out of Michigan. You're absolutely right. And um, on top of that, his sophomore year, I want to say he was suspended for five games for violation of team rules as well. So just in terms of his background. But, Zach, I know this is one of your late-round guys, so talk to me. What do you like about Damon Webb? So Damon, Damon Webb is not this huge-name guy that you're going to get from Ohio State that, you know, when you think Ohio State guys, you think the – the legitimacy of that defensive back you know the last couple of years we got got like malik hooker you know even like von bill if we want to go back to him uh there's there's a lot of good safeties that come out of there and damon webb was kind of that that fourth uh defensive back last year when they had marshall Lattimore, uh conley and hooker and he's kind of the guy who came back and solidified that secondary uh I'm, so i'm a big fan of uh webb kind of being that experienced guy back there and it really showed throughout the year i mean as the season went like on last year towards the end of the season he only got better uh, I think in the bowl game against USC, he was the player of the game because he had a 23-yard uh, fumble return for a touchdown, I believe, and he had a pick. Uh, was a big difference maker in that game. But just to go over some of his traits here, I mean, his long speed is not great, which we'll probably talk about later when we go to uh, some of his weaknesses here. Long speed is not great, but he's rangy back there as a free safety. I mean, if you're watching his tape, 
you don't see a guy who's going to run a four six. You see a guy who can cover sideline to sideline. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of that. I think that is a rare thing in this class because I think the safeties uh, are a lot of box safeties in this class. And I think that uh, the ability to be rangy and get sideline to sideline is big. Uh, in coverage, he is great. I mean, he was a former corner when he first arrived at uh, at Ohio State. And he kind of looks like it too, kind of uh, like skinny waisted. So he looks like a corner and he covers like a corner. Uh, some of the best tape you'll ever see in this class is him one-on-one versus uh, Deshaun Hamilton for Penn State. And I know a lot of people like Deshaun Hamilton. I believe you had somebody on here uh, hyping up Deshaun Hamilton too. So he he did a, a great, great job on Deshaun Hamilton. There's a couple of really good highlights of him in that game. Uh, his short area quickness is outstanding, and that's kind of what translates to a good corner. And I think where you're going to get value with this guy is kind of what we saw with a guy like John Johnson last year. He doesn't need to be your traditional, you know, free safety, strong safety corner type. You can play him at all three of those positions sparingly. You can use him around your defense, and he's going to be solid. Um, last little note I have here is uh, another big rarity in this class is he's a very solid tackler. It's not just I'm going to throw my shoulder at a guy. I'm not going to throw my head at a guy like a lot of these safeties come out do. He wraps up perfectly well, actually gives a little good jolt to the guys and, and knocks them backwards. So I'm a big fan of Webb, I think. Uh, he does a lot of things in this class that uh, a lot of these safeties are lacking, even like the big name guys like Ronnie Harrison, uh, who likes to come in and just cracking dudes and isn't that excellent in, in coverage. I do like Damon Webb. So uh, he does a lot of things in this class that a lot of safeties are lacking. I think your point of the fact that he's a free safety and rangy guy is, is fantastic. I mean, you, you see him kind of play a lot of single high. Mm-hmm. Now, it's – it's inconsistent the way the coaches use him. Sometimes he bails out of the play immediately and kind of takes something away, and that's not necessarily range. But he'll be single high up there, and he'll he'll be able to make some plays on the football you wouldn't necessarily expect a four six guy to be yeah. able to make. I, I think he's got decent ball skills, though. When he's man to man coverage, he doesn't always get his head around. But we'll talk about that some of his weaknesses. I think that like your point is of him being a good tackler, I think is is pretty accurate. He's not a kind of a lower your shoulder kind of run through you kind of guy. He's more uh, he really wraps up. Now he will miss a lot of tackles as well, but his form is pretty good. I think that it's pretty rare to have a guy that's a rangy center fielder that comes up and is a good slot corner as well. Mm-hmm. Those typically are more of the strong safety kind of guys than a free safety. So he's almost like a chess piece kind of guy that you can that you can bring in cover slot receivers he's probably going to struggle a little bit with tight ends but also be rangy and kind of just move him around and kind of keep the quarterback guessing yeah exactly and I, I do love him for that kind of role like initially when I watched him I said okay free safety I see the range I see him uh, able to get around uh, in the back on the back end there and I really like him in single high but you know when he drops into the slot with his tackling ability with uh you know, him gaining weight up to 210, because I think he played this year at like 190. There's no way he, on tape, he does not look like he's 210. He actually outweighed Ronnie Harrison at the combine, which I thought there was no chance he was going to weigh more than him. So, I mean, with him gaining some weight, with him running a little slow, I think that's where the NFL is going to see him more as like that strong safety slot corner hybrid who can play like in too high. Yeah. So when you, when you watch his game, what are some of the concerns you have? Yeah. So some concerns, uh, again, the long speed, isn't always evident, but you do see it at times. Uh, sometimes, you know, taking away angles from super athletic running backs. You did see it against, like, Saquon Barkley, uh, Ronald Jones. He did struggle to take away the angles at times and and actually close the gap on those guys. Uh, he does struggle covering tight ends. And a big thing with that, I think, is just his his kind of weird size. Like, he's, he's very thin-hipped. He's very uh, short-armed. And that does not really bode well for covering tight ends. Usually, you want your guys who are covering tight ends to kind of be like, 
you know, your bigger guys with long arms and he, he does struggle against tight ends. Uh, if you want to see a good game where he does struggle a lot against tight end is uh, Mark Andrews. He definitely struggles there. And I think the, the short arms also uh, does come into play with tackling too. And a lot of guys, uh, he tries to, you know, reach and get a good tackle on the guys and then a running back will get a stiff arm on him and, and he can't actually get around this stiff arm to get his hand on the ball carrier. So a lot of those are big flaws for me. Uh, another big thing is too, he is pretty high of his back pedal. And it's, it's really evident in uh, some games, in like the Penn State game, uh, which was one of my favorite games to watch all year. There's a couple of clips where he looks like he's standing straight up when he's backpedaling. And I know he's got really great short area quickness and he moves really well in those kind of short areas, but you cannot stand up like that if you're going to backpedal. You're going to lose a lot of ground, especially when you're a, a four six guy already. So I do have some flaws to this guy. That's why I'm not like first round, second round on him. But but overall, what he brings to the table, and I think he's kind of he can kind of be coached out of uh, – a couple of those things like the back pedal. So to, to add on to what you were talking about with the tackling, he missed 16 tackles on 143 career attempts, which is a pretty high rate. I think yeah. some of his angles are poor too, where he mm-hmm. misjudges things and he allows guys to get outside when he might ho- have to hold contain. And that, that probably works back to his, his, you know, play strength. And he's, that's probably might not get better for him at the NFL. He tried to put weight on, I'm guessing to try to prove that he can improve in that area. I, I think that he's he's got some spacing issues as well. Sometimes he kind of overextends and kind of leaves leaves areas open in the field. I think that he's a little tight-hipped. I think that he can play slot corner. I don't think he's going to necessarily give up a ton of big plays, but he led a lot of uh, receptions in front of him as well. And I, I think your point of improving as the year went on is very valid. So I, I want to keep that in mind. But certain, certainly some of the, the games earlier on in the year, he kind of let those guys come up in front of him. And that, that has to do with the backpedal, like you talked about, right? Because if he's yeah. false stepping out of that, if he's getting too high and guys kind of cut their routes off, they're, they're going to have some pretty easy completions facing his direction. So I kind of I wonder what his upside is overall because I think there's certain certainly flaws to his game. I think he could be a starting safety in the NFL. He might be a kind of guy that I ultimately look for as a third safety. Yeah, I, I'm completely with you there. And I think that's kind of a direction that a lot of the NFL is going now. You know, they like these these hybrid third safeties that you can play, you know, as a strong who can come up to the box, a guy who can play as a two high type, even a guy who can rotate into uh, some single high. But another big thing that we saw a lot with, uh, again, I bring up John Johnson because he's one of my favorite guys last year. Uh, with John Johnson and um, uh, who's the other guy for the Rams they have out there, the really athletic guy, uh, LaMarcus Joyner out there, kind of. What they do with those guys is they they can kind of use them around the defense. And I think a guy like Damon Webb offering that versatility is, is going to be very valuable for an NFL team come draft time. So when you watch this game, is there someone he reminds you of? Uh, I mean, I, another guy, again, I'm going to I'm gonna keep mentioning this guy because uh, it just popped out to me, is uh, John Johnson last year was, was a 4'6 athlete, uh, kind of actually similar height and weight. So I think it was like 6'1", 210 for both of them. And I think they're both kind of similar guys. They're kind of they're going to be quicker than fast. They're good, solid tacklers. They're going to be very cerebral players. They know um, they they know how to operate in you know many different ways on defense. So we saw John Johnson come in last year for the Rams, and he was a very effective chess piece for that team. And this year he's in line to be a good starter at uh, the strong safety position. So I think Webb can kind of do a lot what John Johnson did, where you can be the third t- third safety, you can be uh, you know a slot corner or a depth corner. And then you can eventually develop him to start in um, year two. I like that call. So when you, whenever you have any of these guys, you know, landing spot and assumption of rational coaching is so important for mm-hmm. for their success. So 
as a as a web fan, if you could put him on any team in the NFL, what team would you put him on? And you can say Redskins if you just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the player and I'm a fan of the team. But like for his success as well, uh, where would you want to see him go? <laughs> well, Redskins are definitely a team that stands out to me just because a couple years ago we saw it with Kaishan Jarrett. I don't know if, if you remember Kaishan Jarrett because he's only like a one-year wonder for us. Uh, but the Redskins utilized Kaishan Jarrett in, in a way that I've never seen them utilize a defensive back. I mean, he came in from day one and they didn't really give him a position. He was like their starting slot corner. He was their starting, you know, strong safety some games, their starting free safety some games. And I think that's how you have guys like this and how you develop a role for them. So I think Webb, I don't really care where he goes. I think um, another one, I know I'm a alleged Colts fan, but the Colts kind of need that that kind of depth piece who can who can move around a defense. I think he'd be great for them, especially pairing him with Malik Hooker again. I think it would be a very good uh, addition there with, uh, with Gathers always being hurt as well. So I think that would be a great addition there. And uh, again, the Rams. I mean, the Rams, they use those guys so well. I mean, Joyner and uh, and John Johnson were great last year. And if you kind of throw Webb in there as the third versatile guy, I think that would be a great uh, trio there in the back end. If the Eagles miss out on some of their safety targets at the end of the first round, they're a team that's been looking for a lot of safeties. And, you know, they move a lot of players around and they, they're kind of looking for eventual replacement for Malcolm Jenkins. And I, I know that he doesn't necessarily do all the things that Jenkins does, but like you talk about, he's a versatile piece. I, I wouldn't hate seeing him go to the Eagles and kind of letting them develop some. Yeah, that'd be a great that would be a great fit for him too. I mean, the Eagles Eagles are amazing with how they you know use their personnel around the entire defense or and offense. So I mean, if, if as a, an evaluator who wants to see my guy succeed, I think the Eagles would be a great place for him because he will definitely find success on that team. Yeah, and as a Redskins fan, I'm sure that's the last place you want to see him go. But exactly, exactly. Zach, I want to thank you for joining us, man. I'm I'm a big fan of your work, and I know you're constantly putting out new content. So why don't you kind of tell the people where they can find you and what you're working on? Yeah, so you guys can find me um, at Zach Hicks too on Twitter. Uh, I'm the lead analyst over at Breaking Football. Uh, we're kind of a smaller site, but we are growing every single day. We were down in the Senior Bowl this year. Got a lot of good content out there. So guys, please please go follow Breaking Football. It's uh, it's like my home site there. I've got a couple other offers, but I stayed at Breaking Football because I really love it there. Uh, Locked on Redskins. I'm still over there at Locked on Redskins. So go follow me there if you're a Redskins fan. Uh, and if you want to hear a couple Colts things every now and then because i guess i am a rumor colts fan come over to uh at zach kicks too as well and i will occasionally talk about the colts and he will talk about a lot of safeties on his twitter as well guys yes. in case you want it if you want to know more than just damon webb you want to learn about a lot of guys make sure you check him out again you can follow him on twitter at zach hicks too i'm your host of the draft daily podcast as always elliot chris you can follow me on twitter at elliot chris you can find the podcast on stitcher google play itunes and podbean as always guys we really appreciate listening thank you